Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Edwin. We are... I oh we're we're coming to the close, but we've got two more days to get to talk about the sermon that Jesus preached, Matthew chapter seven. We brought up yesterday a wide way and a narrow way, a binary choice. We continue in that today. I want to talk about fruit, healthy fruit, diseased fruit, All good right. trees, bad trees. That's right. Good teachers, false teachers, and false prophets. So when we look at Matthew chapter 7, I'm going to read verses 15 through 23 from the New King James Version. Jesus said, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord. Have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Mm. I do not want to hear that. No. I do not want to hear, depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Not in that day. So it seems to be there's some choices I need to make today about the way that I'm going to walk. It seems like there needs to be some judgments made to circle back to the beginning of the chapter. Yes. You know, uh, judge not that you be not judged, but I'm supposed to judge between a false prophet and true, a wolf and a sheep. I'm supposed to judge the fruit and Mm. the tree that is bearing it. I'm supposed to make a judgment upon, uh, I guess, whether or not I'm doing the will of the Father or actual lawlessness in God's eyes. Yeah. That's a lot of judgment. A lot of discernment, a lot of using my reason Mm -hmm. and my mental capacity to decide which one is the narrow way, which one is the wide way, who's teaching the truth, who's false. Yeah. A lot of that going on there. Yeah. So jumping into this idea, one of the things I see... Uh, Of course, verse 15, beware of false prophets. What are we talking about now? Warning here about false prophets, about false teachers. So there's a danger. Those exist. Not everybody's right. Not everybody's preaching the truth. So be discerning. And I realized that earlier in the sermon, a particular groups of teachers has been called out. It's the scribes and the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Particularly, they've been called out for their hypocrisy, their play acting, all right, Pre- presenting, uh, you know, blowing the trumpets before doing their good deeds and all such as that, their long prayers and so forth. You know, where Matthew chapter 7 began with this teaching about the uh, speck in your neighbor's eye versus the log in your own. He says, you hypocrites, first uh, take the plank from your own eye so that you can see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. There seems to me there to be a teaching for teachers, a teaching for the prophets 
to make get themselves right that they might be able to serve correctly. Mm. All right? And so teachers, prepare yourselves to teach and to serve faithfully. By the time we get here to verse 15, it sounds like uh, a warning to the congregation, those that are listening to the teachers of the prophets, because he says, beware false prophets. Pay attention to the fruit of the teachers. I mean, Jesus has gone through an unmasking of the hypocrites to this point because uh you know that they are they are the yeah duh and unmasking the hypocrites they are the hypocrites <laughs> perhaps the crowd had not seen them that way because these were the religious teachers but now he's going to equip and prepare the people you're going to have to do this for yourself there's going to be false prophets here's a really important point we start off the chapter with this business about um, get the log out of your own eye, otherwise yeah. you can't be of any use to other people. Now it's, hey, if you've got a speck in your eye, you don't want someone with a log in their eye doing the surgery. Yes. You, you Good need, connection. You yes. need to have the true prophet. Mm-hmm. You need to have the one that is, and look, when I'm saying that, I'm talking about Jesus. He is the true prophet. Of course. And any of his teachers, people who are teaching what he has to say. I'm just, as you're talking, I flipped over to Luke chapter 6, and I'm, I'm noticing the parallels, and, and there, there's a little bit different order on some of these teachings as, okay. they're, as they're put together. Okay. But, uh, you know, it's interesting that you jumped from the, from the judgment about log and speck to the prophet and the false prophet. Do you realize that in Luke, that's exactly how it's organized? Sounds good to me. <laughs> I, I never thought about this. But actually in Luke chapter 637, judge not and you'll not be judged. Condemn and you'll not be condemned. Forgive, you'll be forgiven. Given will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. He also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone when he is fully trained will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye. When you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye, you hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take out the speck that is in your brother's eye. For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit, for each tree is known by its fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Speaks. So when Luke is recording this, he actually puts those things right together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so you do see it from both sides. Mm -hmm. Look, if you are the teacher, get the log out of your own eye. Otherwise, you're going to be a false teacher. Yeah. And if you're the student, you want to find a teacher who doesn't have the log in his eye. Yes. You want to find a prophet who produces good fruit and bears good fruit. Uh, you you want that that's where, which of course is Jesus. Well, and think of this image here. Uh, you're, you're you're looking for a sheep, right? But it's a wolf in sheep's clothing, mm-hmm. and so there is a, an element of deception here, isn't there? Trying to hide that fruit for a time, or hide that hypocrisy for a time. It's interesting to me that it's a sheep in wolf's clothing, and not uh, wait 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 a wolf in sheep's clothing, and. Not a, not a wolf. I'm with you now. Not you a gotta wolf. listen closely. Gotta listen close. <laughs> not a wolf in shepherd's clothing. Ah, the, okay. the reality is, yeah. we're we're all just sheep, and some sheep are trying to step up and act like mm-hmm. they they've got it. They but he says no no, uh, that's that's a sh- that's a wolf 
in sheep's clothing because there's only one shepherd, and that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he is the one true prophet, and anybody who says and does anything else is a false prophet. And that's a ravenous wolf. And they are they're going to eat all the sheep. Who, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so so let me make a connection to something that I've been listening to. I, I mean, I know you've been listening to it, too. You know the podcast that we've been listening to about the rise and fall of Mars Hill? Till, yeah, very popular podcast okay. right now. And it's, um, I mean, it's, it's really kind of fascinating. There's not everything I like about it, but really fascinating. Is it talks about a pastor who actually viewed himself, views himself still yes. as a prophet. Yes. And what gets said over and over again is how could this church in Seattle, Washington grow so much and people look away from so much damage that they actually could tell was being done. Mm -hmm. And it's because they say, well, you know what? Look at all the fruit. And when they're talking about the fruit, they're talking about look at how many people have started following this. Right. Look how many people were showing up and starting churches all over the place. Yeah. And so and then also, you know what? We've got some seemingly spiritually miraculous, amazing things going on. Yeah. Uh, Even even casting out demons of some kind. They did an episode on that. And then. Oh, but look. And and you know what? He's teaching amazing things. And he said Mm -hmm. amazing things that actually have been impacting people for good. Mm hmm. And then they go back and they look at all the damage that has been caused, and they keep saying things like, why could they look away from the damage? Because look at the fruit. Right. This passage, I think, actually deals with this. It says that the damage is the fruit. In fact, exactly. notice the connection between this business about false prophets and ravenous wolves and what comes next. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name mm-hmm. and cast out demons in your name and perform many mighty works in your name? And Jesus is going to say to them, depart from me. I never knew you. You know, when it's, it's like in that scene, they are showing their fruit to Jesus. And it's rotten fruit. And it was not. Yeah, exactly. It's and, and here's I think what we see from this is so often what we're looking at to be fruit is not that it's it's rotten fruit. It's not God's fruit. Look at this. Everybody loves it. Oh, but didn't we just have a passage about wide ways and narrow ways? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Everybody loves it. And oh, look, I've done amazing things, things that seem even miraculous. You know, I couldn't have done this. I couldn't have grown a church from 20 to 20,000 in 10 years. That has to be God doing this. Look at the fruit. Look at the fruit. So look away from these other things. And Jesus is saying, no, no, look away from that stuff that you find impressive. Mm -hmm. Look away from that. And now let's start looking. Are we dealing with poverty of spirit, with mourning, Mm -hmm. with meekness? with hungering and thirsting for righteousness? Or is the fruit that we're seeing arrogance, laughter and mockery and scoffing? Is the is the fruit that we're seeing this kind of personal power and self-righteousness and pulling himself up by your bootstraps? Is this a hungering and thirsting for fame and power and control and popularity? Are we seeing mercy, purity of heart, peacemaking? Are we seeing... Uh, being faithful in the midst of persecution? Are we seeing someone who's putting anger aside? Are we seeing somebody who's being faithful to their word and their covenants? That's the fruit we're looking for. Everything else about this sermon has set a kingdom on its head. All right. It's really cast away the concept of our pragmatism. And so there's not going to be the great reversal on what spiritual maturity and spiritual blessing is here in these last couple of verses. But really, I mean, that's what we hear and that's what we see. I think a great case study is that podcast. Mm -hmm. It's very much pragmatism. It's very much judging by the world standards. Show me the stats. Give me the headcount. Show me how many dollars were brought in. You know, well, that's all the good fruit. 
No. <laughs> it, it is these spiritual truths and disciplines that was always the fruit. All that doesn't go out the window in the last couple of verses of Matthew chapter 7. And when you have teachers and prophets with logs in their eyes obscuring the light so that their body and their person is full of darkness, then those who follow them will never be more than those who are full of darkness. And the blind, when they lead the blind, they both fall into the ditch. And a remarkable thing um, is that when when you hear these kind of podcasts or the the oh, what do they call it now deconstruction now podcasts, it's like people wake up and realize they're in the ditch. They open their eyes and they realize they've been blind or they were following a blind leader, and now they're just so hurt. You know they're they're so wrecked, and they say it was toxic all along. There was spiritual abuse. You know I I can't believe anymore. I can't trust in God. It is a terrible fall. It is a great fall. And so what you're saying is that people who have bought into this kind of awful picture end up being eaten by wolves, and sometimes they are so damaged they're no longer willing to turn to the true shepherd. Yeah. yeah. And that is a very sad, sad thing. It's horrible. And I think that's a warning for you and me, Andrew, yeah. and our teaching. It as is. I, as I'm hearing this, um, you know, a friend of mine recently on a on a Facebook thread just asked the question, what verses stuck in your mind today? And I just had to say, James 3, 1, be not many teachers, for mm-hmm. you know that teachers receive stricter judgment, for we all stumble somewhere, and if we don't stumble in what we say, we're perfect in body, in, in the whole body. And just the, the weight, as I've been listening to that podcast, we've talked about reading the scripture, of remembering that I must not obscure the view of Jesus, because he is the true teacher. He is the true prophet. I'm never going to be that. And the moment I think I'm that prophet, Mm -hmm. I've become the false prophet who is a ravenous wolf that causes all kinds of damage. Mm -hmm. There's a weight on us as teachers. There's a weight on anyone who's going to open up the word and share with somebody, which is why get the log out because otherwise we just cause damage. And there's a responsibility on hearers because when we get here to verse 15, Jesus puts it back on the congregation. That's true. Beware the false prophets and look at the fruit. Absolutely. So we got a lot to pray about, don't we? Lots to pray about. In fact, let's just go ahead and wrap up with a prayer right now. Holy God, remove the logs from our eyes. Give us your kingdom. Grow us to be like your son, Jesus. May we have the poverty of spirit. May we have the mourning and the meekness and the hunger and thirst for righteousness. May we have the purity of heart and the mercy and the peacemaking. And yes, may we even have the persecution. Lord God, we want your kingdom and we want to represent your son. Let us be full of light, your light, so that even even as we pursue the secret service that doesn't try to show it off, folks can't help but see you and your glory and that others will be healed and made whole Lord God, help us to keep a watch on ourselves and our teaching so that we might be saved and all who hear us. We love you, Lord God. Thank you for loving us first. It's through your Son we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. 
Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.